Jesus. Speak to us this morning. Blessed Holy Spirit, we call upon you. Change something about us, Father. Transform us. Rebuke us, Father. Encourage us. In the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, let the spirit of your word invade our spirits. We thank you. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We ask that you speak to us. We pray that you uncover the truth of the word. In the name of Jesus. Let the treasures, let any hidden truth in your word be uncovered today by the power of your spirit. In the name of Jesus. You said in your word that we will know the truth. And the knowledge of the truth is what will be responsible for our freedom. Therefore, Father, uncover the truth that frees your people from any form of bondage and captivity. In the name of Jesus. We thank you and bless you this beautiful morning. In Jesus' name. And let me hear somebody say amen. Please put your hands together for Jesus. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you here? Okay. So, this very important subject on tithing, um, I believe every believer needs it. Any believer who is ever interested in becoming what God has destined you to become, Hallelujah. Amen. Did you know that? Did you know that many people have died and entered their graves when, when that is not the plan of God for their lives? Maybe let me frame it this way. Many people, many people have entered their graves without having um, becoming what God destined them to become. Hallelujah. So it's good to have plans. It's good that God has plans for you. Because the Bible says that God said, I know the thoughts I think toward you. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. Hallelujah. God has planned to give you a certain end. He has a picture of your tomorrow. Hallelujah. That's the plan that he has for you. But it does not mean that that plan will automatically come to pass. Something is responsible for making the plans of God materialize in a life. And until you discover that, you can confess all the promises and the plans of God for your life and you will die, enter your grave without having seen even one. Hallelujah. So there is something that you always need to do. One day they, they asked Jesus. They said, what shall we do that we may inherit eternal life? <laughs> what shall we do? Meaning that there is something to do to inherit eternal life. It doesn't just come. It is free. But much as it is free, there's something that needs to be done so that you can access that free thing. Is it not true? When you even come into this, our world, um, you hear, don't be like Ghana. Yes. Do you know why I'm saying that? 
Yes, because we do our budget based on somebody's money. You don't live life like that. You budget based on what you have. Okay, yeah. Don't look at somebody's money to do your budget. Hallelujah. Mm. Or, yeah, they say 50% or something of our budget comes from donor agencies. No. But, you see, you will realize that even, even when they are giving us donation or grant, eh, which we are not supposed to pay back, you realize that there are always conditions attached to it. It is free. But to access that free money, you must meet some conditions. There are some things you must do. Hallelujah. And it is a spiritual principle. You must know, what do I do? Otherwise, you, you have promises. Many promises. But you will even see one. You will not see one. Hallelujah. You see, that is why this thing is very, very important. Very important. Because God will not just allow any promise to come to pass in your life just for the sake of it. No. Something is responsible for making that promise happen. The Bible says that the grace that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. All men. But it is not all men who get saved. Some have died and entered their graves without Jesus. Even though it has appeared to everyone. One day, when some of my children went out for a, a program, when they were coming, they, 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 they picked a taxi. So they told the taxi driver, we want to invite you to church. Then the taxi driver said, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Since I was born, I've never stepped in church before. If I step in church, there will be trouble. I don't go to church. My children don't go to church. We are, we are dedicated servants to Satan. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I, you can't, I can't come to church. I've never been to church before. I don't plan changing it. But salvation is free. But this man doesn't have it. Because what is needed to be done to access free salvation, he hasn't done it and he was not willing to do it. <laughs> the Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yeah. So to be saved, you need to call upon the name of the Lord. And the guy said, Tofia Kwa. Remember? So even though it is free, he can't have it. Because there's something that is needed to be done to even access what is free. Are, are you here? Yeah. This is what makes this very important. Hallelujah. This is what makes tithing very important. Because Many things that can happen to you will not happen to you if you are not a tither. And I'm going to show you. Yeah, I'm going to show you why I'm saying what I'm saying so that you will understand and take it serious. I don't know why some of you are not tired of living in the state you have been living in. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you are not tired. But you must be tired. You must be sick and tired of living in a certain state. <laughs> and you know how I would know that you are tired? I would know you are tired when you begin to frantically seek for ways out of that state. Yeah. What are you doing about your situation? Nothing. Listen. 
wishes they are not and will never be horses. Eh? Wishes, eh? They are not. They will never be horses. <laughs> yeah. Because if they were, beggars would even ride it. No. So if there is something you don't want, there's a state you don't want, what it means is that there is something you are doing that is making you or that is keeping you in that state. You cannot keep doing it and expect that you go out of that state. It is the height of madness. When you keep doing the same thing and yet hoping that you get a different result. No. Change the approach. Change what you do. Change it. Change it. If you don't change it, expect the same results. Hallelujah. So when I see how desperate you are, by what you are looking for, uh, not by sitting down, but by searching, what else can I do? What else can I do? To change this state, I, I don't like that I find myself in. When I see it, then I see somebody who is sick and tired of your state. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. You must be sick and tired of it. Our foundation scripture, Malachi chapter 3, and from verse 8. Malachi chapter 3, and from verse number 8. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 3. Wow. Will, listen up. Listen. Will a man rob God? Will a man rob God? I spoke extensively on this last week. Will a man rob God? Okay, it's a question. But that question, the answer is obvious. So it is called it is called in English a rhetorical question. You don't need to give the answer. We know the answer already. Will a man rob God? In other, in other words, what can you rob God? <laughs> how, how can you rob God? Will a man rob God? It means it means no. The answer is no. A man will not rob God, but even what a man is not supposed to do, you are doing it. Will a man rob God? And the, and the answer is, yet you have robbed me. And then they said that, ah, but where, how did we rob you? What did we take from you? When did we bring a gun? Where did we see you? Where were you standing? Which part of your body we held did we hold? How can we rob you? Then God said, You have robbed me in tithes and in offerings. Tithes and offerings. A tenth of whatever comes to you. You have robbed me. And I told you that the fact that God is saying that you have robbed me. It means that the tithe is not yours. Because if it is yours, you can't be a robber. <laughs> if you take what belongs to you, how can you be called a thief? A thief is only somebody who has taken what does not belong to him or her. <laughs> when armed robbers come, recently I heard somebody say that armed robbers broke into her office or something. And they made away with laptops, whatever, blah, blah, phones and whatever. And they took it away. Now, the laptops and phones, they, they were not the personal properties of the, of the robbers. They were not. It was for the office. Do you understand? So we call them robbers or thieves because they are taking what did not belong to them or what doesn't belong to them. So if God is saying that you have robbed him, 
in tithe and in offering it means that the offering is not yours it means that the tithe is not yours so a tenth of whatever comes to you belongs to god if you don't bring it god sees you as a robber and a thief or is that what i am saying i'm just explaining the word to you that's what happens to you okay so there are a lot of there are a lot of robbers in the church dressed in suit nice hair um, mascara they are polished robbers yes polished yeah nice shiny shoe yeah designer hair oh yeah wearing bangles necklace and and beautiful earrings and and yet robbers when god sees them coming to church say hey no everybody uh, 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 take your stand the, the the robbers are coming yeah how does god see you robbers robbers they don't it's amazing it's look you'll be shocked there that is why heaven will be so interesting you'll be shocked the kind of people who 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 number one are robbers Eh? number two who will be affected in heaven you look you'll be shocked because of the the image they have because some of the things you do nobody sees them nobody sees them they hold you in high esteem heaven will reveal it (laughs) heaven will reveal it can it be the reason why there are some people that look so perfect in court so perfect in the church and yet it looks as if the life their lives don't go the way we expect perfect lives to go because the bible says that with god all things are open and naked before him with whom we have to do all things naked and open Reverend Philip may not see. But God sees. And he relates with you according to what he sees. So sometimes the things that you do, it actually disturbs, you see, you make us overwork. Because what is fighting you is actually God. Then you bring it to the pastors. Then and God is saying, look, forget it. I am the one fighting the person. You cannot fight me. Yeah. We could have been praying for something else. But because of what you do, we have to pray. I mean, we are praying and God, God is even telling us, look, this thing, you are forget about it. Are you here? Are you here? Okay. Now let's look. Go to the next verse. Go to the, no, no, my original text. Go to the next verse. Malachi chapter 3, we looked at verse 8. Now go to verse 9. Okay, verse 9. It says that, Ye are cursed with a curse. For, for, you, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Okay? So you are cursed with a curse. So I'm showing you the reason or how or why, why, the, reason, the reasons why an untither, somebody who doesn't pay tithe. The reason why the person can become poor. Yeah. I'm showing you why they can become poor. Are you here? Are you sure you are here? I can't. Wow. Point number one. Six reasons. Six reasons why people who do not pay tithe, why they become poor. 
poor. Number one, non-tithers become poor because they have nothing to harvest. Nothing to harvest. Hallelujah. Whatever you sow, you will reap it. Hallelujah. Our lives or anything we do in life, they are seeds. Anything we do, they are seeds. Hallelujah. Yeah. You come to church, it's a seed. You don't come to church, it's a seed. You give an offering, it's a seed. You don't give an offering, it is a seed. Somebody offends you, you forgive the person, it's a seed. Somebody offends you, you don't forgive, you don't forgive the person, it's a seed. What else do you do? What else do you do in life? If you bath, it's a seed. <laughs> if you don't bath, it's a seed. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that especially some ladies, they don't like bathing. Yeah. Don't like bathing. You will repeat it's a seed. If you don't clean your bathroom, it's a seed. Yeah, it's a seed. If you clean your bathroom, it's a seed. You see, recently I, I, I met, I, I was talking to somebody. And uh, we were talking about a certain man who had contracted a certain disease. And we were asking why. Sit up, sit up. We are asking why. Then they said that the kind of disease that the person contracted, it is a disease that comes from death. Filth. So apparently, the person's bathroom, washroom, was not kept well. So, as he was using the place, he had an infection. That infection killed him. Yeah. You you read something something infection, you read trust, you read urinary tracts infection this is a doctor from Kolibu and this is an up and coming doctor UTI for short yeah death can bring it yeah it says okra that's what the doctor says okra <laughs> yeah. yeah so when you don't clean your bathroom and I'm telling you that anything you do in life is a seed. Anything you do is a seed. Anything you do. Including not cleaning your bathroom. Yeah. That is a seed. And somebody ripped from that seed. Yeah. It's called UT what? UTI. Yeah. UTI. He died. He, you see, the infection, the infection Enter the blood. Is correct? Yeah. That infection. Enter the blood. And you see, the blood, it goes through the body. It goes through the heart. And then the heart pumps the blood to the rest of the body. So if the blood is infected by this infection, eh, it can affect the heart. So that the heart was working. It was working. It was, and the infections were going through the heart. Eh? Then at a, at a point, the heart said, I'm tired. What is this trouble to? And then they stopped working. And the person went. Yeah. Are you understanding that? Yeah. Not a case. So. Not keeping even your bathroom can lead eh, to your death. Everything you do is a seed. They said, Go to school. He said, I won't go. No problem. It is a seed. When you also go to school, it's a seed. Whatever you do is a seed. And the Bible says that as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will not cease. So as long as we are here, anything you do is a seed and you would have the opportunity to reap the harvest. 
whether good or bad, whether good or bad, whether good or bad, some of you must begin to pray for field harvest. Yeah, you must, you must seriously begin to pray for it. Yeah. Hallelujah. So when you pay tithe, it is also a seed. Hallelujah. And that gives you access to the principle of sowing and reaping. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you wouldn't have any harvest if you are not a tither. So that's the first point. Okay. Non-tithers become poor because they, they have nothing to harvest. Like they say, you can't eat your cake and have it. <laughs> you can't. After you have spent it, you can't have it. It's gone. It's gone. So if you want it tomorrow, then plant it. You see, schedule for your harvest, your tomorrow harvest today. Arrange it. Deliberately. You know, I was, I don't know why we don't do things deliberately. I don't know why. You see, I was watching a documentary last week, this past week. Do you know what the documentary was? It's, the documentary was about the Queen of England. Dr. Henry, as we stand here, as we sit here, eh, from, from the day the, the Queen of England falls down, dead, till one year after her death, Every single day within that has been planned already. Whatever will be the day she falls dead like that. What will be done every minute after that for one year? It's prepared. It's arranged, scheduled. Who will do what? Everything. They're not waiting for her to die. No. No, 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 no. Planned. <laughs> Why don't you want to schedule your, your harvest tomorrow? Why? You are living your life on chance. Hope. Maybe. No. 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 Serious minded people don't live like that. Don't live like that. Don't live like that. No. If you do that in Ghana or in Africa, do you know what they will say? They want me to die. They want me to die. How can you plan? They want me to die. Yeah, the witches and wizards are planned. I cast them in the name. This is what they will begin to say. But advanced minds plan. Plan. I don't know what will happen when I die. You see, but I've planned my life such that even if nobody decides to donate at my funeral, my children would not need anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. As I stand here today, today, today. Where I'll be buried, my coffin, eh? 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 the 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 mortuary. They, they they won't put me at Kolebo. No, no. Kolebo is in office. No, no, no. No, no. Doctor Henry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry you are there, but please forget it. Now. <laughs> yeah. Because when you when you when you go inside one one tray, you see you see you see a head and a leg. And sometimes then you see children packed on the side. Is that not what you people do? <laughs> he says that it's in transit, so you don't have to worry too much. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. So I've told them. Well, I mean, we say whether you like it or not, we say, hey, pastor, you see, what has this seen? Has this seen that is going to that? Look, I may bury you. 
you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked that I would rather bury you. He said, hey, what? Has he seen something? Hey, I'm sure he's prophesying about it. I'm not prophesying about anything. No. I am telling you the truth. Yes. Yes. We like beings to be superstitious. <laughs> yeah. You talk like that. You'll be surprised that I'll come and organize your funeral service. <laughs> yeah. But look, I know that it is a, it, it's an appointment you cannot, you cannot help but keep. You can't say you won't keep the appointment of death. You can't. No. You cannot. <laughs> By all means, it will happen to you. The important is that what, what, what happens when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that one day this this nice guy walking up and down. Oh, is it not nice? Ah. Yeah. You are not saying it, you have to say it. Yeah. Yes. I, I have the microphone. Yeah. This guy, one day. He can't move. Recently, recently, I, I mean, I was with my grandfather in the, in the, in the, at the hospital. We were chatting, and she was lying down. We were chatting, asking me questions. We were talking from morning. By evening, he was gone, and I was standing there looking at the man. I said, "Why? So were you deceiving me or something?" We're talking nicely, everything was okay. You know, when people are sick, sometimes their face change a bit. But this time, you see, like somebody who is getting well, their whole face changes and looks well and looks okay. So, ah, we're a bit comforted. Hey, I turned my body small. No, I, I got a call. The old man is not breathing well. By the time we return, pim. And I was looking at him. Is what? It happens like that. Yeah. So I was standing there. As the people came there, multi people came, they were trying to. I was just standing there and looking at this old man. I, say, I was saying in my eyes, so what were you doing this all this morning? We were talk, chatting and talking. What were you? But all of a sudden, we can't do anything. We're just lying down. I was like, is it possible? Everything is gone. <laughs> one, at one moment, we were all chatting. At another moment, he couldn't even see me. <laughs> and he said, this would be the state of every man unless Christ comes. So what would you do? So I've written my will. Now I've written my will and signed it. Yeah. I've appointed my administ uh, what, what do you call them? Ex executors. Yeah, I have two executors. My wife and Bishop Francis. You know Bishop Francis? My twin brother. Yes. Yeah, that is if I go before him. <laughs> yeah. It can be the other way. I mean, if he goes before me, I'll change it and put somebody else there. Yeah. But I'm ready for any moment. Any moment. Any moment. Plan. So I'm saying, I'm saying that why don't you schedule your harvest tomorrow? Why? Because you can arrange what will happen to you tomorrow by the seed you sow today. Today. What we are seeing, what we are seeing in your life today is that are the seeds you sowed yesterday. Yeah. Today is a reflection of the seed yesterday. Yeah. It is. It is. So that's why you have to be careful. Every step you take is a seed. So what do you want to harvest tomorrow? Sow the seeds today. Non-tithers. They become poor because there's nothing to harvest. Nothing to harvest. 
because they have not sown the seed of the tithe. You, you don't like what I'm saying, eh? No. Are you here? How many times? Okay. I hear I have some small time. Let me finish quickly. You gave me verse 9. Now give me verse 10. Okay? Now look at this one. Look at this one. Are you, are you listening? I'm closing very soon, so I need you to listen. You see, anybody who is not interested in your life, you will not, it will not be nice listening to me. Uh, you, 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 it won't be nice. You won't like it. Yeah. But if you are interested in life and you are desperate in knowing what to do, I'm sure I'll be your favorite preacher. Yeah. Look at this. There's something here I want to show you. It says, bring you all the tithe into the storehouse. Can I finish? That there may be meat in my house and prove me now with, saith the Lord of hosts, if I would not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Please, I want you to underline or highlight and pour and pour you out a blessing. And pour you out a blessing. Hallelujah. You want to know the next point? Point number what? Number two? Is it point number two? Listen to what it says. Nantithers become poor because they do not attract blessings on their lives they do not attract blessings on their lives i said what they do not attract blessings on their lives <laughs> no blessings hallelujah yeah i've discovered that it is good to work hard but if you are a hard, a hard worker who is not blessed, your hard work will be frustrating. You'll be frustrated in your hard work. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You'll be frustrated in your hard work. Everybody needs a blessing. Yeah. Everybody needs a blessing. What is a blessing? A blessing is help. A blessing is favor. Hallelujah. Are you here? Oh, I don't feel that you are here. <laughs> Listen to what was said here. I think it's very interesting. Tithing, tithing attracts varied kinds of blessings. Because that is what the word of God says. A person who is blessed is favored and helped. Listen, how many of you know that life already is difficult? <laughs> life already is difficult. Listen to what Jacob said. Jacob said something, listen to it. In Genesis 47 verse 9. Listen. It says that. And Jacob said unto Pharaoh. The days of the years of my pil pilgrimage. Are 130 years. Correct. Few and evil. Have the days of the years of my life been. And have not attain unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. This is what Jacob said. He said, my days are few and evil. They have been. The, the life itself carries trouble, carries curses, naturally speaking. Because some of us sitting here, you see, your, your ancestors may have done one thing or another to attract a curse on their children and descendants. Yeah. You go 
come to every family, you, you will find something. You will find something. Yeah. I discovered that my, 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 grand, my great-grandfather, my grandmother's, my father's mother's father. <laughs> my, my father's mother's father. My great-great-grandfather. My great-grandfather. Not my grand, my great grandfather. Yeah, he brought the the God they serve at Jamestown. Yeah, the God he brought it. I don't know where he got it from, but he went to bring it. Yeah, and now he's dead and gone long time. But there are priests there. There are priests who are servicing the the God there. Do you understand? Meanwhile, God has said that there should be no other God than uh, apart from me. There should be no other God. So anybody who disobeys that and goes for a God for his people to worship, what comes upon that person? So I wasn't there. But you can see that my ancestors have done something that may have brought something on the family that, may not, that is not pleasant naturally this is my family what about yours yeah. an ancestor may have done one thing or another that may attract some difficulty or challenge or case or something on the family so already already no, the life has become difficult yeah. <laughs> one day i spoke to a gentleman and said that bishop Every year in the month of May, I lose my job. Every year. Every year. May. If I, if I get a job in April, I know that I'll lose it in May. So if I'm looking for, I have to try to get a job around uh, June. <laughs> it will last more. Yeah, but I know that only in May, something would happen and I'll lose it. Huh? I'll lose it. It's amazing. I know people too. Any pregnancy they get, they lose it. I don't know whether it was Kumasi or Sunyani. I went to one of these places. And they said they were bringing me a certain lady. What happened? She, she's been married for some time. And she's gotten pregnant eight times eight she's gotten pregnant eight times eight times every one of the eight she had lost it eight times everyone when they go to the hospital there's nothing wrong your womb is okay everything is okay fallopian tubes everything okay can hold a baby so life itself has some challenges Adam also brought us some challenges. And, and Ham also brought us some challenges. Yeah. The sin of Adam led to all men being cursed. You will eat from the sweat of your face. Yeah. And those of us who come from this part of the world, eh, the word Ham, Ham means the, the, the dark-skinned child. And because of what he did to Noah, Noah cursed the descendants of Ham. It's amazing he didn't curse Ham. He cursed his descendants. He said, cursed be Canaan. When, when Ham had disgraced him and had exposed his nakedness, when, he, when the, 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 the drink cleared from his face, and he got to know that this is what Ham had done. He did not curse Ham. He cursed the descendants of Ham. Because Canaan was a descendant of Ham. He said, cursed the Canaan. So naturally, by your line, there is a difficulty. Yeah. And when there is a difficulty, you need a blessing to counteract the curses or the difficulty. When you become a tither, God vows. <laughs> he said, prove me, prove me. 
It will cancel them. It will neutralize the curses and the difficulties. Hallelujah. So you must, you must be interested in things that bring blessings to a life. Because life already carries challenges. Already. So what are you doing? Why are you not a tither? Why are you, why are you aggravating your situation? Because of the difficulties, you are adding more to it by not tithing. Because the Bible says that you are, if you are not a tither, you are cursed with a curse. So if I were not a tither, that curse that my great grandfather brought to the family by bringing a God, I, w- I would have added to it by not being a tither. That is why I don't joke with tithing. Anything that brings a blessing to a life, eh, I grab it. Hey! I grab it. As I went and sat by my grandfather. You see, when I was sitting there, the truth is that I knew that the man was going. I knew he was going. Because at a point, I I told my brother that, look at him. There were things he he was doing. I knew he was going. He was an Anglican, you know. So he would be lying there, he would lie there for some time. Then, out of the pain, then he would do this. Then he would do this. Then he would say, Christ, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. <laughs> and he would say, silently, and so faintly. But I was close because I was holding his hand. And I was squeezing. As I'm squeezing his hand, he's also squeezing my hand. I'm squeezing. See? Then he, he will come to himself and then he will begin to talk to me. Yeah. You see, as I was there, I was looking for a blessing. Oh, you think I'm a fool. Because I knew that that time it's a dangerous time. Anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen. Anything can happen. So I was with him and I was listening to what he was saying. One of the things he told me when he saw me, he said, look, I have done my best up to this point. So you people must carry on. You must carry on. You must carry on. I've done my part up to this point. So you must carry on. Hey. Then at a point, he asked me. He asked me. So when is the funeral? And I said, ah, funeral. Okay, I will ask them and come and tell you what it is. Then he told me, who are you going to ask to tell you about your own funeral? A funeral that is yours. You are going to find out from whom to come and tell me. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what he told me. He was talking about his funeral. They say it is it is your funeral. You don't need because if it is somebody else who is dead in my in the family, what do I have to do with it? Yeah. Immediately I got something. Yeah. yeah. I was just I, I am I was looking for a blessing around him. So by what he said, the minute he died. I carry the Bible. I told every family man, step back. Everybody, step back. Step back. In the morning when I was in the people had rushed. They have gone to the monetary. They have done whatever arrangement. They have brought bills to be paid. And they are not paying the bills. They have brought bills to be Oh, we have done this arrangement. It is costing this arm. Man, I said, step back. Everybody, step back. Use your money to pay or step back. When I say use your money to pay, you say everybody. collected the body I did I did this I did my postmortem I did my blah 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 I did everything and I moved him from the from the garbage you know get the garbage and I went to put him in the garden <laughs> yeah. Yeah. garden nice watch me 
you watch me. Hey, I like things that bring blessings to a life. Watch me. No, nobody's around. All his, his son, who is supposed to be, he's somewhere. Everything. I have said, forget about everything. My grandfather, I'm going to do it. Before he died, he called me. I, listen, I'm talking about Reverend Henry said, I'll let me two minutes. So, is that with two minutes? <laughs> he held my hand. He said that this grace of a priest comes from this family. It says from this house. Did you know it's from you got it from this house? Then he said, You are going to go up again. Okay? Yeah. It means that you go up. You go up. Okay? Then you drop my hand. Hey. You think I don't like it. <laughs> Are the troubles not enough? Look for things that will bring a blessing to your life. Yeah. Look for things. Yesterday I went for another funeral. I went for two funerals yesterday. I think one of the first family they are here. I went for another funeral after that. Then a certain senior pastor. Look, he wasn't the main preacher. But when the preaching was done, uh, please just listen to me. I know my pastor has given me a signal that I should stop, but let me tell you this and I'll stop. I should close. Listen. The guy, <laughs> the man, old man, old man, experienced minister. As I was sitting down and they were preaching and the man was saying that, I feel like screaming or jumping or doing something, but... You know, I'm a bishop and I was wearing my thing, so I have to compose myself. But even that, it wasn't working. At a point, I saw that some people were, they turned, I didn't know whether what I said was head, but the people tend to look at who is this guy. Because what he was saying was choking me. Hey! So when he finished, I asked to see him. I didn't have money. I told somebody, give me money. The person gave me money. I said, minister, I'm blessed by what you said. Hey, what you said touched my heart. And I shook his hand. Then he stretched his hand and said that. You'll be blessed in this, your pastoral work. And he was hitting, I don't know how many of you saw it, but I was great. He was hitting my shoulder. Be blessed. You'll be blessed in this job. Nungoba jobo. means God will bless you. Obafe jomo. Obafe jomo. It means that you will be a blessing. Dromo ni hani mofi or jomo. Like a drama about the grace that makes a person to be a blessing. Let that grace come upon you. I I I felt that the funeral was organized for me. Yeah. 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 He spoke and I believed everything he said. I believe it. Look for things that bring blessings on their life. Yes. Look for things. Look for things. It's good to work hard, but you need a blessing that would make the hard work meaningful. Many frustrated hard workers are in town. Look for a blessing. Look for a blessing. Let the work of your hand be blessed. Yeah, work hard, but that hard working must be blessed. It must be blessed. Otherwise, you'll be a frustrated hard worker. Frustrated hard worker. Frustrated hard worker. Let a blessing on it. And God has said that. Prove me. Prove me with your tithe. If me, 
I will not pour a blessing on you. I will not bring help and favor on your life if I won't do that. Prove me. Prove me. Prove me. How long would you, for how long would you suffer and go through all this useless pain? Why don't you prove God? That's why I want you to become a tither. Become a tither. I'm your pastor. You don't pay tithe more than me. I tell you. That's why I'm more blessed than you. Me, I'm your pastor. You are supposed to bring me money to chop. (laughs) But you know it is the opposite. (laughs) You know it's the opposite. Eh? You come and chop. (laughs) And you are constantly coming and you are not finding out. Even though this is our pastor and we have to give to him, he is giving to him. How how is that happening? And he's not even feeling it. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Yeah, I'm blessed. Are you here? Yeah. I'm blessed. Look for a blessing. Whatever you are doing, look for a blessing on it. One of the things that will bring you a blessing is when you are a tiger. Stand to your feet. Our time is up. Oh Jesus. Thank you, Father. I wanted to pray to God that Father help me. Help, help me to comply. Help me to line up. Help me. Jesus. Can somebody open your mouth and talk to God? I don't know. I'm sure that something in particular must have touched your heart in this world. Talk to God about it. Let me hear you. I can't hear you. Jesus. Oh, Father. Prove me. Prove me. Prove me. Prove me. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Prove me. Talk to God. Oh, Father, help me. Help me in the name of Jesus. Help me to comply. Help me, Father, to flow. Help me to, Father, help me to walk in this path. A path that brings blessings. A path that makes provision for harvest tomorrow. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you and bless you this beautiful morning. Thank you for your word. Hey, the Bible says that your word has been tried and tested seven times. It never failed in any one of these attempts. Seven times it passed all. Nothing is as sure as your word. We pray for grace to follow. Grace to walk in this word, Father. The word is light. A lot are walking in darkness because they are not walking in the light. In the beginning was the word, says your word. And the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. In the word was life. And the life that was in the word was the light of man. Father, deliver us from walking in darkness. So Yabanta, grace to walk in the light. Grace to walk in the light. So we can see our way clearly, Father. Morosia Tayama. And avoid whatever needs to be avoided we walk into destruction because we couldn't see we walk into catastrophe because we were not able to see but father your light has come your light we pray that you help us to walk 
in your light that our path will be clear that every destructive thing would be clearly identified seen and avoided in the name of Jesus thank you your word is a mirror when we look into it we can see how we look and therefore affords us the opportunity to clean up where we need to clean up to dress up and to look good father thank you help us to use this mirror in this light we bless your name this beautiful morning in the mighty name of jesus and now as every head is bowing every eye closed you are here this morning maybe somebody invited you or you came on your own but you know deep down in your heart you are not born again you know if you fall down today what is the use of a blessing when you don't have eternal life what is the use of comfort when you don't have eternal life because they are all temporary here but life after here has permanence and you want to settle that matter you want to say that pastor i want to surrender my life to jesus i want to settle my eternal issues please pray with me i need jesus if you are here like that and you want me to pray with you wherever you are standing i want to see your right hand above your head the right hand above your head your right hand above your head. if i see your right hand above your head i'll pray with you i can see your hand if i see your right hand above your head i'm going to pray with you i can see your hand you want me to pray with you you want to receive jesus there is nothing as useful as being born again nothing nothing i can see your hands lifted up if you have lifted up your hand wherever you are standing come to me come i want to pray with you i want to pray with you come to me you lifted up your hand god bless you my brother god bless you come to me god bless you you want to surrender your life to jesus oh come to jesus come to jesus god bless you god bless you oh come on in the messiah jesus is calling jesus is calling wherever you are standing jesus is calling don't stand there and look at us jesus is calling Oh, give him your life today. Give him your life today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let him have his way. Now, those of you standing in front, can you lift up your two hands? Lift up your two hands. Those of you standing in front of me. It's a sign of surrender. And I want you to pray this prayer with me. This is an this is this is this can be a life, life or death appointment. Don't miss it. I want you to pray this prayer from your heart. I want the church to join us in this prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I want to hear your voice. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I come to you this morning as a sinner. I cannot save myself. I believe with all my heart that you came into this world. You died on the cross. You shed your blood because of my sins today. Today, I surrender my life to Jesus. Today, I receive Jesus as my Lord, as my Savior, as my Redeemer. From today, I confess I belong to Jesus. From today, I confess I belong to God. Say, Father please forgive me of my sins 
wash my sins with the blood of Jesus Christ forgive me I am sorry please write my name in the book of life my name is mention your name please write this name in the book of life so that one day when this book is open my name will be found in it say satan listen to me very carefully from this moment from this moment i would no longer serve you from this moment you are no longer my master because jesus has set me free from you and today i am free indeed say thank you father for saving me today in jesus name amen wow beautiful